Hey guys, this is Thomas Brown, and welcome to the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm a filmmaker currently based in Atlanta, and this podcast consists of conversations with the professionals I meet along the way. So, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, coming yes, on the channel of today. Course. Thanks for having me. For those of you at home, uh, Michelle and I, every time we work together, we try to do double duty. So right now we're doing a podcast, we're doing a YouTube video, and we're doing, what are we doing for you today? Um, we're recording a video for our upcoming marriage retreat. Tell us about that. What is that about? So I have a company, Society 414, with my husband where we plan date night events for couples that are married and dating. Okay. And we're excited to collaborate collaborate with another couple to plan a retreat experience for couples. So instead of just one date night, it will be a weekend of events uh, for married couples. We'll show you guys a little maybe behind the scenes of that. Uh, but for everyone listening in today, we are going to be talking about a topic that I haven't seen out there a lot where you can get a lot of information. And that is working with high profile or celebrity clients. And so Michelle, how long have you been planning? I've been planning for about 14 years. I started in 2004. Michelle and I kind of started our, I guess, second phase of our social media journey together last year where I was trying to restart my YouTube channel. She was starting her YouTube channel. She already has a big uh, Instagram following. It was actually two following. years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Now? Wow. 2017. That time flies. But it that's does. how long it took me to edit everything, <laughs> I guess. How has that been going for you, YouTube? <sighs> YouTube is a whole other beast. And I think I was very naive. I probably had the disadvantage of kind of coming onto the scene after, you know, a lot of algorithm changes and it just became very hard to really tap into a saturated market. I enjoyed it. It was a learning process. Um, but I think for me, it's not the highest on my priority list right now. I think if as opportunities present them like this, I'll definitely participate and but I don't think that for now I'm going to invest a lot of time just dedicated to growing my YouTube channel. You have kind of shifted. And I think it was a really smart decision since you had a, a great Instagram presence already to IGTV. Yes, yeah. yes. I saw so much more traction and traffic there. I was naive that thinking that my Instagram followers would follow me to YouTube. And it's very clear to see YouTube has its own audience. Y yes. You kind of got to be in it for the long haul. Right. Um, but because IGTV and Instagram story things are newer, there's a lot more eyes. Yes. And they give you... They give you higher ranking when you use them because they want more people on them. So I remember when I first posted on IGTV, I would get like 20 views. Recently, I, I would post a video and I get like 4,000 views because they want people to, you know, really use those tools. So when you use them, they give you higher ranking. And I will say with YouTube right now, a lot of tutorial type or equipment reviews do really well. So I'll do a, a, a video uh, off camera. Michelle and I was talking about this video I did with um, um, Mecca Gamble. Uh, we went to this island and I mean, that trip alone was probably like 11 hours. And yeah. then I put about 40 hours of editing into the video. And that video, at least right now, got about 300 views, you know. So I put over 50 hours into that video. I did a video that took me about an hour a film of a new camera and in that video got 7,000 views. And I think for someone in my position, I'm a planner. And so it's trying to 
figure out how to create those, but still gain clients yes. from it. I think mm -hmm. when you just have to know your motivation and why you're doing it and what you're hoping to gain from it. You know, my kids, they don't even watch TV. They just watch YouTube. And so it's very interesting. I think you've got, you know, maybe my generation is using it more like a Google search, mm -hmm. but then you've got a younger generation. That is their form yeah, of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, so when it comes to working with uh, celebrity clients, is there really a big difference from working with um, you know, like a typical person, maybe getting married than maybe an NFL couple or NFL player who's getting married? I think there is. At the end of the day, you know, I feel like a client is a client. Okay. And you've got to get to know that client, their needs, their expectations. And in that way, a celebrity client is no different. There just might be some additional layers that you have to consider. I, I shy away from that the term celebrity event planner, okay. celebrity mm -hmm. event designer, because I give the same service no matter who hires me. I think what comes with celebrity is a higher profile. You're going to have more eyes on it. You potentially, you know, are going to have press from it. And so all of that comes into consideration. I think that celebrity clients, in my experience, they can be a little wary. You know, they want to build that trust relationship with you because they don't know people's intentions and motivations when they're coming into contact. And usually a wedding, a social event is a very personal time. So even though they're a celebrity, like this is their wedding day, this is their baby shower or their birthday party. And so it's very important to them and, and memorable and intimate even though they're a celebrity. So I think they have, you're, you're gonna encounter some things that they put into place to help protect themselves until they get to know you and build a relationship with you that um, come into play. So it may be that you can't share everything that yeah. you're doing right mm -hmm. away. Which or, is tough. And so that's one thing that you need to know going into it, especially if you're going to, and, and we'll talk about this kind of separately. If you're gonna give a discount, just so you can get the event, you know, you really need to see what you're getting out of it. Because if you have NDAs, which a lot of times you will have a lot of NDAs. An NDA is yeah. a non-disclosure yeah. agreement. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of times you're required. I met with a client last night and I had to sign on the dotted line. And it, it prohibits you from talking about sharing anything about the event, anything about the planning process until they have given you permission to yes. share. If you're going after this wedding and you're so excited and you sign that NDA, then you may not be able to put that video or photos on Instagram. And so you have to think, okay, if I'm going to do this event, um, you know, you need to either be getting something value if it's yeah a conversation whether it's going to be money or it's going to be exposure and you just need to discuss those things in the and beginning even exposure so i'm i'm one of these people that you know i've been doing celebrity events for a while and there are different points of entry into celebrity events. Sometimes you're not dealing directly with the celebrities. Okay. It might be an agency or an assistant or some part of their company that hires you to do the event. And so you don't have one-on-one -on -one contact, but you know, whether it's a TV production company and the producer's telling you you're gonna have exposure from it. 
you can't always guarantee what that exposure ends up being because that celebrity ultimately may decide they don't want to post on Instagram or they post it on Instagram and they don't tag you. Um, Or you get the final edit of the TV show and you're in for five seconds or they've got Michelle Planner and don't, you know, recognize my company name or anything that identifies that someone could use me. But technically I was on the show. And some TV shows charge you. If you if they are going to mention your name or put your name in the credits. So you definitely have to be careful about that. I think at the end of the day, in my opinion, and in my experience, I would rather still have some compensation, making sure that, number one, my services are valued by the client. Um, usually when someone's paying for it, they value it a little bit more. And, you know, if there is some consideration for the exposure that you still are covering your costs, like you're not coming out of pocket to make this celebrity look amazing and great with these over-the-top events and you're going into debt paying for it. Just my opinion. We did a celebrity event together a few months ago and what was really interesting about that event was the fact that they were filming for a TV show at the same time that we were trying to do this wedding. Um, And I know you've done that a few times. That was the first time for me. Tell me about that experience and kind of what people can expect and what's kind of a, I already know that it's a lot more intense doing those type of events, but from your perspective, what, what is that like? I think it comes down to knowing expectations you know, we're all team players. Everybody has to get their shot. Everybody, you know, ultimately I care about the client's experience, that they're getting out of it what they want out of it, right? Like it's not my event. If if it's their TV show and that's their priority, but if they tell me, no, this wedding is my priority and the production can take a, a back seat, it's my job then to kind of orchestrate everything to make sure that you as the wedding videographer are getting your shots and that you're not being interfered with with the TV production or if they tell me, nope, sorry, production's got to get their shots, like whatever Thomas can get out, you know, secondary. So it's just important to fully communicate, no expectations, no priorities, and maneuver that. I think at the end of the day, there's always ways to make sure everybody gets what they need, but it it's not going to naturally come. Like if you've got a whole production crew and you're shot and you can't get it, you know, but I also like to make sure everyone knows what's about to happen. So I'm like, okay, Thomas, this is the first dance. Production's going to be over here. You may want to go up on the balcony so you can get a clear shot or you can, you know, edit around it. Just, just communicating, I think is most important. Are you part of the planning for the production as well when you're doing that? Or are they kind of do their separate thing? Because I would think you would have to kind of lead things in a certain way. Well, it's a mix. Sometimes I'm told production will be there, but I don't necessarily have any pre-planning with them. In our case, and with this crew, I was able to plan ahead. But I'm still the keeper of the timeline, the schedule. So I'm whether or not I'm in on the pre-planning with the production, I'm still like relaying to the producer. Okay, this is the timeline. This is when, you know, first dance will be. This is when the cake cutting will be. You know, as things develop through the evening, I'm letting the production producer as well as my video and photography team know, okay, the grand reveal is being pushed up, get outside right now. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's whatever it takes. It's just me kind of 
managing everyone and uh, communicating everything to everybody. And I'm pretty sure there's lots of photographers, planners, videographers who say, I want to do my first celebrity wedding. Because, you know, it's exciting being able to do that and get whatever level of exposure that you're going to get from it. Is there any way to kind of break in or do you, is it like luck? I think it's a mix of luck and pre preparation. I think, first of all, you need to be great at what you do. It doesn't matter who your client is if you aren't prepared to handle the level of event that might come with a celebrity event. You probably need to spend time really getting your craft down before you enter that market. Because you don't want to do it year one and then get blacklisted because <laughs> exactly. you did a terrible job. Because you did a terrible job. Or you can't handle the things that come at you the day of that are curveballs that you're like, oh, you know, you've got to think quick on your feet and and have the experience and the expertise to know, okay, we've got we've got to handle this a different way or, you know, things come up. I think number one, being in the right market, you know, we're in Atlanta. So Atlanta 20 years ago is very different than Atlanta today. Now we're a hotbed for a lot of TV productions, movie productions, and so it naturally is a place where celebrities are and are, and are going to celebrate. I think that, um, you know, if you're in Birmingham, Alabama, you might have a local celebrity or celebrities that are from that area, but, you know, you may not have but may not have bigger celebrities that are, are living there. So I think definitely where you live is a big part of it. Secondly, I think creating relationships with other vendors who are doing celebrity events, uh, you know, also helps. My very first uh, celebrity wedding was in 2009. I did Dikembe Mutombo's uh, daughter's wedding. Okay, awesome. And I got introduced to them through the photographer who was a friend of mine and we worked together. That was sort of like my entry into it. And so I think, you know, where you live, being great at what you do, collaborating with others that are doing the types of events that you want to be doing. And then last, I would say just positioning yourself in terms of the market and, you know, knowing, being aware of what milestones they're having in their lives, you know, Social media now is a great way to interact with people. And so whether it's you're following them, you're direct messaging them, you're, you know, kind of knowing who their team is and how you might build relationships, I think relationships and networking can also be another way to, to break into celebrity event. And that's so awesome because I believe it was either episode one or two was uh, networking. That was uh, what the topic was. So definitely networking and make relationships. And um, and I said first, it was actually my second celebrity event I did with you, but that was from doing YouTube videos with Michelle is how I was able to uh, get that event. So, And I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Where can people follow you and find you? I am on Instagram at Lamiga. That's L-E-M-I-G-A. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I also will be at the Signature CEO Conference October 27th through the 31st. And I'm actually going to be speaking on how to, you know, break into the celebrity event market. We got lucky today. We got lucky. <laughs> yes. You guys are the First this, so, so today, yeah. you know, we share, we, we briefed over some, some tips and, uh, but I'll definitely be diving deeper into my journey, my experience, as well as, you know, how to guide others who might be interested in doing these types of events. And so can they actually attend the event? Is it yes, still taking yes. tickets? Yes, tickets are available. The well, I'll put the link in okay, the show perfect. notes. And um, it's going to be in Washington, D.C. So, you know, 
anyone in the Northeast DMV area, but I know people fly in from all over the country to attend the conference. So I'm looking forward to meeting um, some of the people that I interact with on social media and share a lot about, you know, more about what I do at Celebrity Events. Well, if you guys uh, decide to attend the conference and you have learned about Michelle through mm-hmm. the podcast, please nudge her and be like, hey, yes, seen you on the television yes, podcast or heard you on the po- television podcast. <laughs> definitely. So, uh, but thanks a lot, Michelle. Yes. Thanks, Thomas, for having me. So great to see you again. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening in today, consider subscribing to the podcast. See you next time. <laughs>